Good evening, welcome to Jesus. So tonight we take the trip to the, to the Garden of Gethsemane. And Jason, want to bring down a little bit. Thanks. Um, and we're going to um, visit an event that's covered in all four Gospels. Only the Gospel of John actually puts names to the event. And the event is when uh, Judas leads the group of soldiers as he betrays Jesus. 
guard. And here, takes the sword and cuts off the ear of Malchus, who is the, um, uh, the assistant or scribe of the chief priest. And uh, so we, we, will, we put it all that together, and we're going to look at these men who were trying to gain power and see that Jesus lays his power down until he's resurrected from the dead. And he's the only one who actually has true power. So we'll see how all that plays out for you and I as we take our walk um, through Atlanta tonight. And we're going to begin with the singing of hymn 451, Scripton Smitten and his name.
journey, we find those who witnessed his power. Who experienced his authority and control even the high priest servant Malchus points us to Jesus and his love for us. Jesus allowed himself to be arrested, put on trial, crucified, and killed. Jesus laid down his life for us on the cross. Jesus took up his life again on Easter morning. While Jesus laid aside his power and control for us and our salvation, we admit that we sometimes seek to have more power, control, influence, and authority in sinful pride. Still, our Heavenly Father invites us to come to him and ask for forgiveness, renewal, and restoration.
and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his stripes we are healed. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. The epistle reading for this evening is taken from 2 Corinthians, the first chapter. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints who are, who are in the whole of Achaia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction, for the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's suffering, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Please rise to read the gospel. Thank you. 
2004, a 66-ton sperm whale died and was beached to the southwestern coast of Taiwan. Two weeks later, the authorities decided to drop the dead whale to a laboratory where they could do an autopsy. It took 50 men and three lifting cranes 13 hours to hoist the well onto a flatbed trail. People poured into streets from various cities as they traveled to watch the spectacle of a whale carcass being driven through their downtown. And then it happened. As the truck crawled through the city with crowds looking on, the well exploded. That's right. It exploded. The inside of the well splattered. Cars, people, and local shops. Traffic stopped for hours. The smell was almost unbearable. No one saw that coming. And isn't that just like life sometimes? We're going about our business and a well explodes. We're left hurt, confused, with lots of questions that begin with the word, why? Why did she leave me? Why did he have to die so young? Why? Why did we lose so much money? Why does our daughter continue to cause us so much pain? Why? 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 So tonight we continue our sermon series, Witnesses of Christ. And we come to John, the 18th chapter, and we meet Malchus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Malchus was going about his business. And before he knows it, his will would explode. Suddenly, his bright ear was cut off by a fisherman from Galilee. And no one saw that coming. The crowd collects. Now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew that place. John writes for Jesus often met there with his disciples. So Judas having procured a band of soldiers, some officers from the chief priests and the Pharisees went there with lanterns and torches and weapons. John 18, 2 and 3. The band, or cohorts, as they were called, were Roman soldiers. Roman soldiers will also come into the picture on the next day. That's when they will mock Jesus, flog Jesus, and crucify Jesus. The crowd that collects here is a crowd of Romans who controlled the country, chief priests who controlled the temple, and Pharisees who controlled the religion. This is kind of like our Supreme Court and our Congress sending the FBI in to arrest Jesus. Who's leading this Jewish posse with so much firepower and so much muscle? You all know the answer. It's Judas. And what is Judas up to? Betrayal. And every time you and I celebrate Holy Communion, we hear the words. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, this is that very night. The chaos commences, and then Simon Peter, having his sword, draws it, struck the high priest's servant, and cut off his right ear. The servant was called Malchus, John 18.10. Peter cuts off Malchus' right ear. The crowd collects, 
the chaos commences, Malchus, that's when the well exploded. Has a mess suddenly appeared in your life? Are you doing everything you can to survive? Have you consulted the bank, changed your diet, called an attorney, tightened your budget, gone into counseling or rehab therapy? Don't give up. Don't ever, ever give up. And why? Because the control is clear. And whose control? Christ's control. It's very clear. Judas, the Jews, and the Romans appear to be running things. Let me accent the word appear. Christ is really the one who is in control. And how so? But John tells us in 18 verse 4, he says, Jesus, knowing that all that happened to him, came forward. The control is clear. When his enemies come, Christ goes out to meet them. When Judas approaches, Christ doesn't run. When Peter strikes Malchus, Christ commands Peter to put away his sword. Listen to what Jesus says in John 10, verse 18. Jesus said, No one takes my life from me, but I lay it down on my account. Though the powers of darkness rise against him full throttle, Christ is in control. Matthew's Gospel tells us that at this point, Jesus could ask his Father for more than 12 legions of angels. That's Matthew 26, verse 53. 12 legions of animals. Angels, not animals. There were 6,000 men in a Roman legion. So, it's pretty easy math. 12 times 6,000. Jesus could have called down 72,000 angels. But Christ doesn't need 72,000 angels because Christ is in absolute control. During World War II, psychologists compared the ground troops with the five pilots. And they determined that after 60 days of continuous combat, the anxiety of ground troops were off the chart. After 60 days, though, of an astounding 93% of fighter pilots were happy and at peace. Why is that? Because fighter pilots had control. They had their hand on the throttle. Ground troops, troops on the other hand, felt forlorn and helpless. They could just as easily be killed standing still or running away. What's the point? Popular wisdom tells us that always seek control. We don't need a war to prove it. All we need is a backup on the interstate highway. A team of German researchers recently found that the traffic jam triples our chances of a heart attack. Kind of makes sense. That's why popular wisdom, again, tells you and me, always seek control. So what's the plan when a whale explodes? Follow the popular wisdom? Always seek control? Never board a plane without a parachute? Never leave the house without a gas mask? Never step on a crack lest you break your mother's back? That's it. Face every exploding whale by taking control. But there's only 
one problem with that popular wisdom. It just doesn't work. Would you like something that does work? We'll say yes. Yes. But you won't mind, James. Say yes. <laughs> Rather than seek control, relinquish it all. Relinquish all that you control. Give it all up. Let it go. Resign as the CEO of the universe. Give your entire mess to Jesus. Christ's control is clear. And his claim is contagious. John writes in 18.9, This was to fulfill the word that he has spoken. Of those whom you gave me, I have lost none. Christ is calm because he trusts the scriptures. Christ's calmness is contagious. You all remember the Peanuts comic strip? So you probably never knew that Lucy went to Sunday school. She did. And one day, she was uh, struggling with her memory verse. You guys ever struggle with your memory verses? <laughs> and so she decided that most likely this memory verse came from the book of reevaluations. Get that? The book of reevaluations. You know what? The scriptures are a book of reevaluations. They help us reevaluate who really is in control. At the beginning of John's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 29, he says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Christ is in control of sin. And he takes it all away. In John chapter 4, verse 13, 14, he says, Whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. Christ is in control of our aching thirst. And he quenches it with his unconditional love. John says in, in 8, verse 12, I am the light of the world. Christ is in control of darkness. He is the light of the world. When parents send their children to camp, many of you have done that, is always a form you have to sign that asks the important question. Who is the responsible party? If Johnny breaks his arm or Susie breaks out with measles, who is the responsible party? So a parent signs his or her name, where Christ signed his name for us, and he wrote it in his own blood. When we were baptized, Jesus is the responsible party, not you or me. It's his job to see us through. Christ is the shepherd. You and I are the sheep. Christ is the bridegroom. We're the bride. Christ is the rabbi. And we are the disciples. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. We've all sung those words many times. One of three things is happening in our lives right now. We are either heading for a mess, or we are in a mess, or we just went through a mess. No matter what, we don't have to become hopeless or anxious or faithless. You and I can simply stay calm. Why? Because when bells explode, Jesus delivers perfect peace. You re 
reaches out his hand and heals you and me. You don't believe me? Just ask a man named Malchus. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, help us to release control. We are basically control freaks. We love to control everything in our life. And the reality is, we only need Jesus to control everything. His precious name. Amen. Let us sing Go to Dark Assembly in Fortress. <laughs> Peace and salvation, for reconciliation and unity. Let us pray to the Lord.
and encouragement. Let us pray to the Lord. For our weak souls, that they may be nourished by God's word and sacraments, let us pray to the Lord. For all that God has given authority on this earth, that they use what God has given with humility and the knowledge that the Lord gives and the Lord takes away, let us pray to the Lord. For all that God has given authority in his church, that they might follow Christ's example of service and love. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For the church, that God might give her days of peace and unity. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For those who have reason to rejoice, that God might increase their joy so that it spreads to many others. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For all those who are sick, injured, or recovering, May God might place his healing hand upon them and restore them to health. Let us pray to the Lord. For all those who grieve the death of loved ones, may God may comfort them with the power and hope of the resurrection to eternal life. Let us pray to the Lord. O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works. Give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Let us bless the Lord. The Almighty and Merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you. Amen. Sing our closing song, the same love.
No, 